0: Have you been called to do something bigger, something more meaningful with your life? Welcome to the Leap to Purpose Podcast, where we explore the stories of those that have taken an entrepreneurial leap to follow their dreams and live their purpose. Hi, and welcome to the Leap to Purpose Podcast. Today, my guest is Carrie Stanley. Carrie's the CEO of Carrie Stanley Coaching and an inspirational speaker. As a top female life and performance coach, her passion is helping women leaders create space to lead their lives fulfilled and on fire as they rise in their career. I talked to Carrie about her journey from the corporate world to starting her business where she's facilitating global retreats, online masterminds, and providing executive leadership coaching. We also talk about the importance of really learning to trust yourself, as well as the power of seeking guidance outside of yourself, whether that's God or a spiritual being or a connected community. So with that, let's hear from Carrie.
1: Hey, Kurt. So good to be here. I'm excited for our conversation and getting to connect with your audience today.
0: I know. I'm I'm excited to have you too, because we've known each other a long time, and I'm excited to have you on the podcast.
1: Awesome. Glad to be yeah. here. Yeah.
0: So uh, that was a little intro, but why don't you just give a little bit of background and, and kind of tell us what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah. So interestingly enough, because of the times right now, one of my, one of my favorite things to do is lead retreats, international retreats. That's like, Hmm. uh, it's one of my gifts. That's one of my favorite adventures to go on. And it's my favorite way to serve. And so it's really interesting with COVID right now with stopping so much travel that I've gotten to really, really take a step back and look at what is what is the bigger vision of what I'm creating. And so right now, what I'm creating is online experiences that we can still have experiential experiences and adventures. And then also going back into travel and retreats and and just really helping women step into their bold, unleashed vision for whatever they're meant to be here on this planet. So remembering who they were born to be.
0: Hmm, that's really cool. Yeah, I know a lot has changed with the, you know, the pandemic this past year. And so everything's kind of had a shift from the, the in-person to online. So that's really cool. Um, So, you know, as with the podcast, what I'm really trying to explore is people, you know, the stories behind taking a leap to purpose, you know, whatever that purpose is. And so what I'd really like to do is take a step back and let's talk about before you started your coaching business and what you were doing then and kind of what you were thinking and kind of what led to thinking about doing something on your own.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So, so I love this. I love this question because there's always such a story behind everybody's, Mm -hmm. everybody's adventure in life and what's led them to where they are right now. And for me, I've always known since I was a little girl, I have always wanted to help people. Like I was always the, I was like, I was the person who, um, when a mouse got stuck in a, stuck in a cabinet that I made a little splint for its leg. And so (laughs) whether it was a person or an animal, I was the one that was like, let me, let me be the one to take care of you. And so, so naturally I went into healthcare and, uh, and started as a respiratory therapist and moved up into administration. And one of the things that I noticed over and over and over was that people would come to me for all of life's problems essentially. And so I, I used to joke as As I was leading a department, that if I had a couch in my office, it would be it would be (laughs) um, used on a really regular basis because people came to me for reflection of where do I go next, and and I had a gift of asking questions and being unattached just to let them reveal their own next steps. So so honestly, I had no desire whatsoever to start a business. Like I'm just really clear, I had no desire. (laughs) And as life, as life uh, gives us clues and signs and we get to choose whether or not we follow them as I, I suddenly, um, well, let me step back. I was getting my master's degree. And for those of you that are, those of you that understand that I tried to do it online a couple of times and I just did not, it did not go anywhere. Like life just got in the way. And all of a sudden there was a master's degree that was in entrepreneurship that was at the hospital that was um, 18 months long and I could do it with my friends. I was like, that's for me and I'll finish it. And I was getting it just because, just because it was like the title would be nice to have. It was the next should do. And it fulfilled having a master's degree. Fast forward to right at the very end of the master's degree a month before three weeks to a month before i would be finished and graduated i got fired mm-hmm. and i was at the top of my game of leading several departments i was well known in the hospital and there was there was a decision that i made that i took a risk and the risk was not in alignment of the uh, of the you know hospital policy and so i i paid the price and i chose to pay the price because it was, it was what was in alignment for me to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So uh, so immediately after that, I started having this question, and I found myself in New York City. And I was on the corner of, <laughs> I literally was on 34th Street at Christmas time, and I was on the corner and I was staring at the window. And the window, as you guys know, in, in um, Macy's and all the Christmas windows in New York City, at Christmas time, they get all decorated. And on the window, there was little kids playing and it just said belief. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I had no idea what my purpose is. I had no idea where I was headed. But what I knew was I continued taking steps that were shoulds that were, that's what I was supposed to do. And what I realized was I lost that little girl along the way. I lost that sense of you know, feeling alive and I lost, I lost my marriage along the way. I lost my job along the way. And so I was standing there at this intersection and I realized I had an intersection in my life and it was, do I want to continue going right? Or do I actually want to go left and see what happens? Because going right and following right all the time, wasn't getting me to happy. Like it wasn't getting me to happy. And also my life continued to fall apart, even though from the outside, it looked picture perfect. So, so long story short, after all of that is that's when I started really looking at, gosh, I'm in a MBA for entrepreneurship. Everybody keeps telling me I should start a coaching business because that's my gift. Mm-hmm. And it was like the world had to start revealing to me, but I had to be knocked over the head so that I could see it. So I had the rug pulled out from underneath me. But the truth is, is like, I had been, I had been creating it all along because I knew something was off. Yeah. And so, so sometimes I think discovering our purpose and making that is just being willing to embrace the challenges in our life and then start following the clues.
0: That's cool. So you knew something was off and it wasn't right, but you didn't know quite where you were going at. No clue. Yeah. So, all right. So you're standing in front of um, Macy's <laughs> looking at this sign that says believe. Um, and then, so what did you do? Like, what's, what was the path? Like you finished your MBA program, I'm assuming. And then what did you do to get into coaching and start to find clients and kind of figure out whether this was the right path?
1: Yeah, and it's so funny because I, I, I think I ignorantly was bl- blissfully ignorant at that time that I right. was just right off into the sunset and have all these clients and all of this was going to magically happen because I was saying yes. And the truth is, is that I didn't know what it looked like. So I just started taking a step. And so what I did at that time was I was just open. I was mm. open for the next essentially five months. While, uh, while I was figuring out what was next, I was a single mom of two kids. I knew I got to support my family and I started going to job interviews and I was open to starting a business. Hmm. What became really clear to me in the job interviews was people would reflect back to me, man, you should be an executive coach. So again, more signs were coming back that, Hey, this is the direction that you might want to take a look at. So what I did actually was I started a business, not having a clue what I was doing and just took one step. And at the same time, I actually got offered a different job with the same organization and they asked me back. And what was beautiful about that was I was given the opportunity to continue building my business, continue figuring it out, learning to walk again, doing it in a different way. Because what I realized was I had put my entire life on hold because this was the only livelihood I felt like I had left. So when I went back in and said, yes, they agreed that I could continue building my business. They knew what the dream was and I could get my footing while it happened. So honestly, I was back there for a few years and then I had a moment where I was like, okay, now I'm playing safe. I was playing the safety game because I was taking care of and had the business on the side. And for me, what it took was uh, pulling the trigger, cutting the cord and saying like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to find a net on the way down. And it gets to be, you get to be flapping like crazy (laughs) And, (laughs) and learning to fly in the world. Like for me, that's what it took. And so that was a couple of years ago when I walked away from corporate and decided it was time to actually go all in.
0: Wow. And I mean, I'm just curious, like, so you had been coaching for a while on the side and like, what is that feeling? Cause you know, do you read Seth Godin and follow him? Mm-hmm. He talks a lot about, you know, the, his new book is called the practice and it's about doing the work and then the inspiration and motivation and passion comes from doing the work. You don't sit around and wait to be motivated to then do the work. And so I'm just curious as you, I mean, first of all, do you agree with that? And then secondly, like, as you started doing the coaching, obviously it must have started to resonate with you because I mean, you hadn't coached before, right. On on a professional level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think one is, is I haven't read that book. So I'm going to have to add that one to my to my list. I do love Seth Godin and i do agree with that i do agree that we have we can think great ideas all the time and but if we're not taking committed action on them then uh, they just kind of sit there and they stagnate and so I, and a lot of times people are waiting for inspiration so i love what you said about that of like it's it's actually getting in action like you doing this podcast is getting in an action and learning right. other people and just being in motion so i do i do agree with that Um, you know, for me, uh, for me, the coaching piece, I think was a little bit more natural because I'd been doing it in my career. The biggest thing for me, that was, uh, that was a biggest revelation is I remember being at a personal development retreat out in California and they had us do a grid and that grid was what are some of the things that you absolutely love? Like your personal professional, all of that. What are some of the things that you absolutely love? And just look at it all across the board. And then, if there was a way that you could put it all together in one thing, like start looking at what would that look like? And it had me really start thinking out of the box. And honestly, that was the moment that international retreats were born for me hmm. because people loved my adventures. I love to be all over the world, I love to travel. My mom taught me to travel at a very young age. And I believe that we will learn about life through travel. And so I was like, I really love coaching. I really love seeing the light bulb come on and I love travel and I love animals back to the mouse story. Like I was possibly going to be a vet. I was possibly going to be. And so it was, where can I combine the love of things that make me unique to create something epic in the world that lights me up plus is a service. And so how can I create something brand new? So international retreats was born. Now back to your piece of what you just said was I, it took me another year and a half before I would pull the trigger on it. And I did little things to get my confidence up. Now my clients were ready for it. Mm. I was scared. And so what I did was I was like, I'm going to do a four hour half day retreat so I can start here locally. Then I did a one-day retreat. Then I did an out-of-state that was one day. And I knew the entire time. I knew the entire time that Costa Rica was going to be the first international retreat. And it took me a year and a half to pull the trigger. And it was 50% full within 24 hours because my clients were actually waiting on me.
0: Hmm. That's really cool. That's cool. So um, I've kind of had the same experience. I mean, I feel like... um, I don't know. I've searched a long time for what I'd call my purpose. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of things that could be it. And a lot of things I did a similar exercise to you of sitting down and listing all the things I love to do. And, you know, we have talked in the past about a question I asked myself was what, what would I do all day long, even if I wasn't getting paid to do it? And just, you know, that would be completely joyful. And, um, you know, it's always been working with entrepreneurs. And so I've known that that's the golden thread um, through everything, you know, I've I've done consulting and then ran a software company and, you know, it's just, but the golden thread has always been working with entrepreneurs and startups and, you know, that sort of thing. And so I don't know, I've just asked myself that same question. But uh, I'm curious, you know, so there's a lot of options, even, you know, when I asked that question, I had a list like yours, I could be, I didn't have that, but, you know, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that. And the trouble for me has always been choosing, you know, not, not the doing once I have a path, I feel like I can execute very well. But it was, I guess I found the hardest part choosing what my purpose was, you know? And so I don't, I'm just curious of all that list you created, was it hard to say, yeah, maybe not the vet, but I'm gonna like coaching is, is it? I don't know. How do you, how do you choose?
1: Yeah, I think there's two things there. I think that one specifically that exercise, I was combining them rather than leaving them in the box that they had been in. so i wasn't making a choice to be like am i going to be going to be a vet am i going to go into healthcare am i going to i just said here's all the things that i love and if i could combine them what would that look like so i think that's a little bit different the other piece of it is is, and i think this is you know you and i just talked just a couple of days ago about the movie soul Mm -hmm. and we were talking about how our purpose can look so different and we put so much pressure on finding a purpose and I remember one time I finished a, I finished a leadership program and one of my mentors gave me some feedback and they said, you are a, and I think this is true for so many that, but they said, you are a cheesecake factory menu. You have the ability to, to, you know how cheesecake factory menu is like pages and pages. Yeah, and
0: pages it's a book. It's, it's yeah. literally a book.
1: So, so basically what, what he said to me was, You can do any of these things and all of them are going to be your purpose because it goes back to the golden thread you were talking about. There's a golden thread and a lot of times what our purpose is in the season we're in continues to change, but the golden thread does not. And so, so it is us letting go of, it has to be right or it, and just being all in on the path for that season, and then deciding is that where I continue because we evolve as humans on this planet. So therefore our purpose evolves. So I believe that my purpose for a while was being a respiratory therapist. I believe my purpose for a while was being in administration and really developing leadership. I believe my purpose for a while was coaching clients. Um, now I believe that my purpose is getting on a world stage, that there's a message that people are hungry for and I have a gift of words. So part of my purpose is getting out there for people to fully step into who they're meant to be. And, and so I just combine the things that I love that excite me that then excites clients to step into their lives. So I believe that our purpose constantly changes. The golden thread does not And so we just have to decide what path, what cheesecake factory menu item am I taking today? And that all of it's right. So I think once we give ourselves permission to let go and actually play, because I believe that our mission here is to just have fun, enjoy life and be of service. And when we do that, our purpose naturally follows.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And then the next key is to take action. Like you said, I mean, you you started, the retreats locally, you know, knowing that you had this bigger vision of these international retreats, um, but, but just getting started and doing the first retreat, recording the first podcast recording, you know, what, whatever it is. I mean, like with just with this podcast, as you mentioned, I don't, you know, I had a vision, have a vision for it, but you just need to get started and and do it and see where it goes. But ultimately being guided by that bigger vision, um
1: yeah and uh, I want to say something on that real quick cuz you were just talking you, like you just said what would I do all day long and not get yeah. paid for it and there's yeah. a- there here's what I think is fascinating and something that I found so when I did my very first retreat in Costa Rica and now I've done them in Thailand, Peru, Banff all over and every single time here's what comes up for me and I think this is fascinating because this is our programming it, what comes up for me is like, it's so easy for me. And there's such great results for me that I feel like it should be harder. So I will tell myself like, you've had your fun. This isn't the way life is supposed to be because we've, we've got this story that we're supposed to be it like life is supposed to look a certain way. And that like joy and having fun and making money are somewhere over here in mm. a different, Realm. And so I think just giving ourselves permission that it can be easy. We can love it. We can want to do it and it be and and not get paid, but we can get paid for it and get paid great for it and serve the world at the same time. And when we allow that to be in the space, gosh, like as I always say, magic and miracles happen.
0: Yeah. No, that's great. I you you definitely need to read Seth Godin's book. I will. practice because that's what it is. He's, you know, he's, he's saying you need to fall in love with the practice and, yes. you know, which is the journey, not the destination. And because the destination will always keep changing and really it's not the point, you know, that, but to design a life and a business where you enjoy the practice and, and getting better at your, he calls it your art and um, just putting your art out there and being the artist and, you know, really getting clear on who you serve and, you know, creating your unique art in the world, um, but then really enjoying the practice of making the art, you know. But uh, yeah, totally. so I, I love that. And totally. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I did the same thing. I kind of combined my list. I, you know, I'm on my list were, you know, the golden thread of working and talking with entrepreneurs. I just love, um, Talking to entrepreneurs about their business and how they got started. So obviously this is the podcast, um, but I also love travel and you know going to cool retreats and workshops and events. And so you know I too had started last year, kind of transitioning my um, business to a retreat model, like where we'd have these workshops and retreats. And um, but but and so I combined travel and entrepreneurship. And, you know, just kind of just working with entrepreneurs and, and hearing their stories, but also kind of I'm really good with structure and I can take someone's vision and put that into a structure and a plan and here's the next 90 day plan. And so I don't know, I just love doing that. I can help kind of take a, a big vision or plan and, and break it down into executable little chunks. So I I combined all that. And, and so that's what I I love to do.
1: I think what you're saying is so important and we've, and we've talked about it so much of, of really finding out what makes you, you and what, what, what's easy for you. So, and you and I've talked about what's easy for you is not easy for me. And what's easy for me is not easy for you. So, and I think, I think all of us just get to recognize and just, and start owning what is easy for us that we take for granted.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I just can't emphasize enough to just start taking action. You know, when you kind of, even if you don't know the next step or the next the you know step five, um, just start taking action because it really does get the ball rolling and the inspiration starts to build. And then you're like, wow, this is. As an example, I've been doing all these initial podcast interviews, and you know, just the other day I got a. Text from one of my guests I had interviewed that day. And she just texted and said, I have been walking around inspired all day since our conversation. And just like that has, you know, just built the motivation and inspiration to keep doing them, you know. And so I guess the point is just that once you start taking action and putting the ball in motion or or start walking the path, the, the next steps will start to appear
1: absolutely absolutely and that's why that's why i always say from a spiritual standpoint regardless of your beliefs there's a reason we aren't given the gps for our entire layout for our purpose it's yeah. it's revealed one step at a time so we've got to be willing to take the first step and and not get tripped up on the unknown because the unknown is actually where the beauty lies in our life
0: yeah um a question just came to me like so there's a fine balance between continuing to walk the path because, you know, with any business, the key is consistency, showing up consistently and sticking with it, um, in order to get traction and start to get the momentum. But we've also talked about, gosh, sometimes you've got to shift because that might not be my purpose anymore. How do you know when it's time to shift or man, I just have to be consistent and keep going. Um, I don't know. That's, that's kind of a tricky question.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm such a big proponent on, on really learning to trust yourself. And I think so often we look for, I I think it's really important to seek guidance outside of ourselves for, um, for, for that purpose. Like it's a guidance, it's a reflection, but I think it's really important for us to, get really clear on our own, on our own guidance system. And for me, that's guidance system for like me and spiritual universe, God, all of that, whatever you call it. Um, for me, it's really, really important because when I have followed and there's been some really dark times where I've been at that moment, uh, you know, down on, down on my hands and knees at, two o'clock in the morning being like, I don't know that I can go any farther. You know, like, I don't know that I can do this. Um, And I'm willing, I'm willing to surrender for the next level, the next answer of what's next. And so when I'm in those moments of questioning, I go within, I go to what is my internal guidance system and I get really connected and I'm just open. I'm just open. I just surrender and I just ask the question. For guide me to the next step. And sometimes the answer is keep going, keep going. You don't need to know the next step. It's just keep going. And Mm. sometimes the answer is there's something that I get to let go of because, uh, when you're climbing a ladder, you can't go to the next rung without literally letting go of the rung before. And so often we are wanting to hold on to the old and, and because it served us. It served us for a purpose, but it actually is the thing that gets to be moved out of the way to make room for new. And so you, you get to like, we as individuals get to ensure that we are creating time and space. Like I'm all about the committed action, but I'm also all about, there's got to be listening in our day of getting the guidance system and the downloads for where, what's the next step for us. Because the only person that knows that is you, you connected to your higher guidance system, your higher purpose, like that is it. So if you would just create those two things of daily practice of learning to trust yourself and taking action on that, you, you can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, that's really good. So um, like what, what are, I mean, cause that's trust yourself and, and take action, um, and surround yourself with the community have been like the consistent themes. So I'm just curious, do you, did you find any useful resources when you were trying to um, trust yourself or was it just easy for you to do? Or I don't, you know, like I remember reading some books by, well, a lot of people, but Brené Brown, I remember Daring Greatly and, you know, some really cool resources out there. I was just curious if you were able to, you know, what did you use to build this trust?
1: Uh, <laughs> um There's so many resources out there. There's so many podcasts, there's so many books and I could list them all off for you. But I'm just to be really honest and authentic is that the number one thing is when you start to heal, hear any kind of intuition, any kind of whisper, any kind of message that either your body's telling you, your mind's telling you, and especially when you're like it doesn't make sense, you follow it anyway. So the number one thing about learning to trust yourself is being messy and taking a risk. Mm. And so I've had so many people come up to me to say, Carrie, your confidence, who you have become has totally changed. I've had dads, like when my kids were, you know, four on the football field, I had my dogs wanting in desperately. Um, (laughs) I've had, he wants in on the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. dads on the football fields that watched me, you know, go through a divorce and be on the sidelines and my job changing and all of that. And they watched me for years. And then they came up to me and said, and they said, what happened? Like you literally changed into another person over the last few years, your confidence, your magnetic, your like, all of it has just shifted. What did you do And I said, I got uncomfortable as uncomfortable as uncomfortable. And I just kept saying yes to growing. Hmm. I kept saying yes to things that didn't make sense. And I did them anyway. I just kept saying yes to putting myself in, in, in situations I would have never. So in answer to your question, did I trust myself before? No, (laughs) no, I played safe. And so I just allowed myself to start playing and getting messy and getting out of the box and trusting myself, being willing to fall down multiple times, um, just constantly putting it in into into motion. And what paid off? What paid off was every single time I followed a gut feeling, gut instinct, a message that I would get in my head. A, I mean, and sometimes it was the silliest things the silliest things but it would always pay off and i'd be like wow that's interesting hmm. i got that you know you guys you all get it like you all get it you get some twins you get some message you get somebody's name in your head and you don't follow it and what would happen if you started following it and realized that the universe is leaving you breadcrumbs
0: all yeah. the time yeah that's awesome Well, this has been great. Um, I guess I would ask um, one last question and it's, I guess, for people um, that are skipping to the end, right? But we've talked about a lot of things, but if you had some advice for someone who's listening and has a big dream or, you know, has a big vision of what they really feel they're being called to do, but doesn't really know kind of what, how to, how to take the first step or what to do or doubting whether it's, time now what what would be your advice to that person kind of sitting there listening going gosh I feel like I'm being called to do something
1: honestly it's what you just said and it's really about trusting yourself and Mm -hmm. so if there is something that's in you if there is this 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 calling this 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 internal whisper, it's only going to get louder. And so what will happen is somehow the universe will uproot you until you listen and the uprootings get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I look back at how many times that rug got pulled out from underneath me to get my attention. And so the whisper is trying to get your attention. So the question is, is, do you want to take action on it now? Or do you want to live a life waiting for the uprootings to get bigger and bigger and bigger until you listen and follow? And so it's, it's completely our choice of what that looks like, but we will continue to get knocks at the door and they just get louder and sometimes a lot harsher so that we will actually (laughs) pay attention. And I know that. Oh, so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a kick, right? So, but um, yeah, I look back. Now, you know, I think one thing to do is put yourself in the future. I look back now and say, gosh, all those years I wasted not doing this when I knew it was what I wanted to do, I could kick myself, you know, for wasting that time. And so maybe, you know, that's a way to look at it is like, gosh, I don't want to waste any more time, years, months, days, um, not going after it.
1: Yeah. And I'm such a believer that like no time is actually ever wasted. Like it was the journey we were meant to go on and there are, and that every path is still eventually leading us to where we're meant to go. And so, um, so there was, there was purpose, there was purpose in our pain. There was purpose in our path and there were so many other paths we could take. That's just the one we chose to take. And so, um, so all of it plays out in the end and, just get to keep trusting ourselves. And I would also say, lean on the people in your life. Like there's a reason that you and I continue to be friends and continue being, I mean, we were placed in each other's lives multiple times um, before we became close friends. And it's like, start paying attention to who is in your life that's starting, that wants to walk the path with you and support you because both you and I know that having support systems has greatly enhanced us to be able to trust ourselves because yeah, on yeah. a day that we don't, somebody else is right there saying, no, this is what you're meant for. This is what's great about you. This is, they send you back out into the world in your right. vision.
0: Right, pick you up, dust you off and push you back out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, this has been, Awesome chat. And, um, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about your business, what would be the best way to do that?
1: Honestly, the best place to find me is on Facebook. Like that's actually the best right now. So there's a few other places, but that's where you're probably going to see me the most. And so, uh, my, 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 Personal page is Carrie Stanley, and my business page is Carrie Stanley Coaching. So those are the two best places to find me. You can also find me on LinkedIn as well under Carrie Stanley. Um, those are probably my two two highest places to find me right now. So
0: great, I'll put those in the show notes, the links, so everybody can find them. But um, I really appreciate your time. This has been a great conversation, and I just say keep doing great things.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for starting this up. It's an important conversation for the world.
0: Absolutely. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Leap to Purpose podcast. You can learn more about us and join the community at leaptopurpose.com. See you there.